For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi there, welcome to Wolves Fancast. This week, different, I know, different intro. Yeah. Uh, this week on the podcast, uh, we've got uh, Shoot Magazine and Fancast writer, Ben Husband. All right. Making the trek. Making the long trek. The long trek from the from the mighty potters. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we've also got a Fancast writer, uh, Richard Hobbs. Yeah, good evening. Slightly less long trek from Claregate to Codsall yeah. for locals. <laughs> Uh, we've got a lot to talk about on the podcast this week, as you probably imagined. Uh, the games against Birmingham and Ipswich, and obviously the game of the weekend against Derby. Also, we'll talk about that lovely man, Roger Johnson, in a short while as well. Uh, firstly, as you're aware, we've been nominated for uh, Best Football Podcast at the Football Blocking Awards, and also Richard is nominated for uh, Best New Blogger as well. Uh, it closes on Friday uh, for voting, so please, if you haven't voted already, please do vote for us. Go to footballbloggingawards.co.uk um, and click on vote now. Uh, noun? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can also vote for us on Twitter by simply tweeting, I'm voting in at the FBAS uh, for at WWFC Fancast as the best football hashtag podcast and, and breathe and breathe <laughs> yeah. um, and also on Facebook by liking the football blogging awards or Campo Retro uh, Facebook pages and click on the poll on that website on, on that on those pages and you'll be able to vote there as well um, if you voted before the 13th of October please do vote again because voting is now reset to zero um, and finally we're very very appreciative of everybody who's voted for us so far uh, for us and Richard, it's been yeah. it's been it's been great, and it's great to see some more players vote for us over the last few days. Danny Bart, Richard Stearman, oh. Lee Evans, and Lee Evans, and Sacco, regular see. listeners, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. subscribed. <laughs> they see it on Twitter. <laughs> great, yeah. no lads, come on. They listen to it pre-match in the changing room. <laughs> yeah. It's what gets them up for games, yeah. isn't it? Uh, so thank you very much for everyone who's voted for us. So please, the, the voting ends on Friday. If you enjoy listening to all the podcasts. Uh, any interviews done, the twi- Twitter, any blogs we've done, any Richard's blogs, please. Even if you don't like mine, actually, I don't mind. If Just please even vote for me. If yeah. you want to vote for us in some kind of weird sarcastic, we'll take ironic votes. That's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Thank you very much if you have voted for us. Um, more details on our website, wallsfancast.com, uh, to vote and to find out more. Uh, let's go to news. Uh, Wolves have signed uh, Thomas Kuzak, former Man United West Brom Goalkeeper, former Champions League winner, Premier League winner. Can he play up front? Because that's Ma- really, I hope um, so. And we've got him as a reserve goalkeeper. Yeah, it's good. It's good news. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, jokes aside about needing a striker, it's better to have someone who's very experienced. He was very good at um, Brighton, was it? He played for after Man U. Seemed to do very well there. Got the most clean sheets in the division last year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm. Um, it's better to have someone who's got a lot of experience as opposed to flat who's. 18 and hasn't had any league football. You'd argue he's probably a better backup than McCary. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I, yeah, I'd completely yeah. agree with that, to be honest. Send um, them both out on loan and yeah. let them get a bit of experience. You say it gives Carl Akimi a bit more competition. Like, he's not going to be dropped anytime soon, I hope. But say it's a bit yeah. more competition, isn't it? It makes you think if he had the most clean sheets last season, what, why did he Why leave? is he finding it so difficult to find a team? Yeah, it's strange. Yeah. I, I, heard, I watched his... Um, his interview on Wolves player when he signed and I just kept thinking on Schwarzenegger with how he sounded <laughs> yeah end of joke I was expecting a reaction but I didn't know didn't know how to build on it really yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah it, it looks like he's going to be a good backup uh, it's only short term until, until January so we're guessing Wolves' future plan is McCary mm. unless anything happens but at least you know at the time being if something does happen to Akimi we, we don't have to panic it's probably as much for himself as well because 
he he probably will be thinking again in January if he can get a club where he's going to be a first choice. Yeah, puts him out in the shop window that a little yeah, bit more. If doesn't he gets it? a couple of games, you know, exactly. Hopefully, he won't. But <laughs> yeah, hopefully he'll stay. Well, he could stay on. You never yeah, know. Yeah. Happens, doesn't it? Now let's talk about one of the most awkward moments of the weekend. No, it wasn't uh, the game against Birmingham, but uh, Roger Johnson's interview on Soccer AM. Obviously, all the headlines uh, talked about how he said that if he left Wolves now, he'd lose out on a lot of money. Uh, but the interview itself uh, was very strange, very cagey, I kind of thought. Um, at least Roger was honest. Yeah. He would, lose, he would lose a bit of money. I mean, I think a lot of people have said, if you were in his situation, would you leave and lose all that money? I don't know. I know also what... How old is he now, Roger Johnson? He's 31. 31. They, yeah. He's never going to earn the amount of money he's earning now. M- why not build the nest egg? But I know it could be a lot of... Imagine a lot of people swearing down their phones listening to this now. But what do we, what do we think of that interview? Because I thought it was th- a bit odd. I thought it was a it's a bizarre booking for the show to start with mm-hmm. because the producers quite openly say that he can't actually say anything. I mean, he is he is quite honest. I don't blame him for staying. I I in the same situation would do the same. I think mm-hmm. he's got no affiliation to Wolves apart from the fact that he plays for us. Like he's not a fan. If he wants to take the money that we've offered him, then it's, it's a contract. Own, it's already a stupid yeah. fault for giving him that length of contract on that higher wage, um, you say. But at the same time, surely for him as a person, it would be more intrinsically rewarding to you know do something mm. with your life. Um, that sounds really harsh. <laughs> <laughs> do something, Roger. If a club had come in for him, he probably would go. He says that yeah. there's offers, but... It, I imagine he wants an offer where it's not going to be a massive drop. Mm. I imagine there would be clubs that would be interested. I mean, because Sheffield United were interested at the start of the summer again, weren't they? And that just yeah. never went through, mm. did it? Um, he talks a lot about politics as well. It kind of, it's, it kind of gives the impression there's a lot more to it than meets the eye. And, and perhaps there is. Perhaps there is things that we just don't know that's going on. Or is it just that simple? And We don't know. It's behind the no. scenes. But... Yeah. Yeah. You'd imagine that there is something that happened at some point because it was just a clean cut almost from Jacket as soon as he came into the club. Mm-hmm. It was there was never even a moment's hesitation of especially on Johnson. Yeah, because admittedly he, with O'Hara he did contemplate bringing him back. Well, with in. everyone else there was yeah. there's been a he's a, he at times he's looked to reintegrate. Whereas yeah. with Johnson there's never even been a sniff of it at all. You talked about it was an odd booking. But I guess if he was trying to use it to gain interest, he probably hasn't done himself. Yeah, any I, I don't think it was a positive PR stunt from him. Um, as you say, it didn't. If it had came out and said like, I'd, "I'm still desperate to play football," mm. he, yeah. put him like make himself relevant. He didn't strike us on who was that enthusiastic no. to play football, did he? No. Um, I thought it was odd and slightly funny that um, he talked about how it's only him and one other person now. In this group three, and it just did make me think, what do they do? All day? What do they do? <laughs> like on Friday, so they just have... do a bit of one bounce. Yeah, <laughs> then on Friday they have like a kind of fun fun Friday. Bring the board yeah. games. Yeah, bring in. the board games in. <laughs> like battleships. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See if they can do any pranks on the first team. <laughs> just the two of them. Um, but again, yeah, it seemed it seemed like a very odd interview. Um, and what's funny is we talk about how there's no backups for defenders or centre backs in the squad. And technically, how, you've actually got how a, many players have to get injured for Roger Johnson yeah. to make it into our first team. But you've <laughs> technically got, despite what you say to him, he is of probably championship level. Yeah, you've technically got a capable championship level centre back in backup. Well, yeah. we won't use him at all. I would argue that he's better than Ebanks Landau. That would be my argument. Yeah, yeah. obviously, I would rather see Ebanks Landau play for the club, mm. but I think Johnson is a better defender. I just think it's really ironic that we're yeah. desperate for this backup defender and we've actually got one, but we won't ever use it. I bet, he, I bet yeah. he doesn't want to play for us either. I don't think it would yeah. be a complete one-way street. No. Um, on the flip side to Roger Johnson, Jamie O'Hara has got a new club in Blackpool. Down on the pier. Yeah. So all that rumour was it Chicago, Chicago Fire. Fire. That would have yeah. been perfect, really. Yeah. But um, he's only there on it till January 4th on a short-term deal, so unfortunately we may not get to see him down the Molyneux on January 5th. I'm going to say so close um, at least in, in, Jamie Horrell was very public in how he wanted to play football and he, he purposely you know, mm. went to this training camp in LA and he did all these videos of his like, 
out of training ground getting fitness resumed. So on the opposite side to Johnson, I mean, O'Hara we, actually publicly was trying to yeah. get back into football. We have spoke about O'Hara hmm. and the fact that it's unfortunate, but it got to the point where it wasn't up to the standard to be in the Wolves midfield, mm. whether whatever had happened before, he wasn't good enough to play for us anymore. But he, he's always played under 21, he's always played, whenever he's been asked, he's mm. been played. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy for him that he's got a club, to be honest. Yeah. So I wouldn't want him to waste a career, no. um, especially as someone who, I don't know, he sort of tipped for England at one point when he was at Spurs and Pompey, wasn't he? Oh, no. Those are the days. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, just so everyone take a nice side. I'd, I, I'd, re, re, I'd forgotten that Roger Johnson, when he'd signed for Wolves, said in his first interview that he was trying to use it to get into the England squad. Yeah, That's worked well. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you say Blackpool are desperate for players, aren't they? Let's be honest. The body. So, yeah. yeah. It works out for him great, to be honest. I'm more than happy for him. No, you never know. As long as he doesn't play against Wolves and scores. But well, he will from, score. Yeah, if he plays against us, he will yeah. score. Yeah, and he's going, he will give them a big one, won't yeah. he? Yeah, oh, God. probably like. He will do the money Yeah, he'll do the shush, He'll do the Leon Clark. Yeah, yeah. That's what he'll, I, just do, he'll score a hat trick just to do every kind of provocative <laughs> celebration he can. Diviade by all. I'll be surprised. Um, Roger Johnson, and what what's going to happen to him? What do you think? I think his contract to just run out. The club because how long he's not his contract doesn't end at the end of summer. What deal did we give him because he's had a million years? <laughs> the first year in the Premiership, the relegation year, the League promotion one. year. So, if it doesn't end this year, so it must be a five year deal. I must have given him a five year deal. I was under the impression it was a four year deal because it was if it was a four year deal, it'd run out at the yeah, end of so this season, but then no one's talked about that. Yeah, everyone would be talking, everyone would probably be saying, I can't imagine that we'd have got him on a five year deal. That seems, yeah. I kind of was under the impression his contract ran out at the end of the season. Um, well, in that case, we might as well just wait for him to wait for the season to end. Yeah, but say between now and then, he's going to earn about eight hundred. If they manage to arrange something with O'Hara, surely we can manage to arrange something with Johnson as well. But did O'Hara have longer left? As in, did have another season? I'm sure O'Hara had a five-year deal. Did he? So that's why I think we've cut Possibly. our losses. Why are we signing players on like <laughs> hard these, these are the old, these are the good old days of Premier League when we thought we were going to become yeah. a, a settled mid-table team. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. I remember oh. when we played Fulham and we won two, we won two, two, one. two one at yeah. home, and I remember thinking, "This is it now, yeah. mid-table <laughs> Premier League team. We're a Stoke. We're going to get that, that kind of that region. We're at the top of the league after we drew at Villa Park. Yeah, everyone was screenshotting the, the thing. Oh, good days now." Uh, it was Derby Day on Saturday as Wolves Colonial Muster a nil-nil draw at home to Birmingham. Um, it might have been new manager syndrome uh, for Wolves as we know he seemed to do well against debut managers uh, Gary Rowett uh, for Birmingham. Was it a three points chance wasted? Yeah, yeah I thought they were dra- they're the worst side that I've seen us play. I thought they would. They definitely set for a nil-nil draw. Yeah, with, I think. Well, no. they did it well. No issue they? for that. A side no, that's yeah. in the relegation zone coming to a side that can go top. Yeah, I mean, say they came out, they came with a game plan. You know, they were trying their hardest not to concede, and you know, they didn't try and get us on the counter occasionally. We just had no answer for it. Um, with, they did have a couple of chances, no? They did. They, they did, did test they, the key maybe yeah, a times. in the first half. I remember Donaldson had a good chance in yeah. the first half. Um, um, a lot of people talked about before after the game. Sorry, how. They felt Kenny got his tactics and his team wrong. I, th- I thought yeah. I'll agree with that 100%. Yeah. Uh, with playing a side that's just lost 8 0 the previous week, if you've got Sacco fit enough to play some part of the game, start him. Because I'm, I was of the impression if we scored in that opening 15 20 minutes, they'd have crumbled. And mm. I thought it could have been a hiding if we'd have scored early on. But we was just so pedestrian and let the new manager build up and the side got confident and you could see the game plan was to not concede and the longer it went I mean it was probably only a 15 minute spell towards the end yeah, where, where we actually built up a head of steam and looked like we might get something mm. from the game Was I know obviously with Dicko being injured Macklin probably had to come in with Clark but did it kind of give some kind of impression that we could rest Sacco because we could probably win it without him because Birmingham may not have been such as a threat you could rest players like that 
Well, yeah, I mean, I'm guessing he started Sack on the bench because he thought, yeah, we can win this without you. And if we're struggling, you know, with half an hour to go, then we can sort of look to him. But it was clear after, like, first 15, 20 minutes that we were not going to play with enough pace or intensity. Last year, we could do that. Yeah. But at this level, Henry... And although Henry has been really good the last few weeks, between them, Henry and Jacobs have got no change of pace. Mm. And it makes the side so pedestrian, particularly Jacobs. I think the jury's out on him in this division, mm. to be honest. Well, yeah, I mean, I know a lot of people are quite critical of Jacket about not selecting him in the attacking midfield role. And I think I think Kenny's probably right at this point. Mm. He doesn't. He hasn't really cut the mustard in the... Well, Last two or three games he's played in that, in the attacking positions. Has he not had enough game time? Because he's only come on sub, hasn't he? Northampton started, but yeah, I mean, possibly he might be lacking a little bit of match fitness or something. But you say there is something like he, he started have, at Leeds. Yeah, he started on the left mm. at Leeds, and he just, he just doesn't. I don't know whether it's a confidence thing, but he he looks so slow. Mm. Like he's good technically, but he's so slow that he's. Quite easy to defend against, mm. I think. And he's not quite good enough to get away with not having the speed. Well, yeah, I mean. Henry can sort yeah. of get away with it. Because Henry, Henry, Henry can just, if he can't get past the player, he can just knock in a very yeah. good delivery. Um, whereas Jacobs, it, he, no, he just doesn't do it on the left for me. And when he's I played in the centre, he hasn't really done that much in the last... In, um, well, yesterday or on Saturday, we sort of popped in there for. I think, minutes. I think not starting Dave Edwards in hindsight yeah, was a was a bad decision that, as well. Just lack a bit. We lacked a bit of drive. Yeah. Um, he just, he gives you just he gives you the intensity and the energy, yeah. doesn't he? Just mm. by his own work weight. And he is the he, <laughs> he's the most experienced player in this yeah. team. We thought now, and obviously oh, we'll talk much. about his unfortunate injury uh, later on. But did. The, not only did the game come alive more with Sacco, but does that did it kind of prove that we're now becoming reliant on him again? Well, we were just talking about this. I was I've been of the impression that we've been a one man team for quite a while. However, I think the last few weeks have proved that that man's possibly Dicko as much, if mm. not more, than Sacco because mm. we look a completely different side when he's not in the side. I still think we have a bit of drive when Dicko's up front, even when Sacco's not playing. I think when Dicko's out of the side, it's, we just look so mm. blunt. Yeah, we have nothing sort of going forward to a stretchy back line. So everyone's been concentrating on Sacco so much that actually the Dicko's Dicko was actually yeah. the real reason why we've yeah. been lacking. Uh, because he sets the tone for the rest of the team mm. with the way that he works in forward areas and McAlinden and Clark don't offer the same. Mm. Um, Kevin McDonald. I know he didn't have the best of games against Ipswich, but again, didn't have the best of games against yeah. Birmingham. I've been mentioning it. I've been keeping this under wraps. But does he almost need dropping? I think the question's being raised now, isn't because it? But, I, but this is the undroppable man. Yeah, hey. exactly. I mean, he's played every minute so far this season, mm. hasn't he? So, I mean, he could be getting a bit tired. But at the same time, he hasn't played well in sort of the last... Since he got called up for the Scotland squad in mm. September of time... Um, so ever since he had that write up in Sky Sports, yeah, yeah, it is actually how, yeah. how well how well his passing rate was. But he's he's becoming a different. Apart from I know there was a tiny spell in the game where he did play well, mm. but um, I don't know if Wolves need to kind of address in the right cause teams are clearly you know um, working out that's um, the man we play it through. I mean, especially if Ipswich's first goal, mm. you know, we picked it off in. And in fairness, you shouldn't be trying to dribble it out of your own box, but. Mm. That could that could have easily happened ten yards further forward, twenty yards further forward in, in the same sort of scenario. I don't know if Wolves near kind of take a little bit of pressure on him, try and get the ball um, distributed through different methods, either mm. through Evans or you know straight I, to wingers. I think the man that McDonald and the side are missing is Goldborn because that's mm. a constant out ball, particularly for McDonald. That's the first person he looks for. Mm. Yeah, and Rose not not the same sort of out ball. At all, and mm. I think, I think we're struggling. We're struggling without him mm. as well. I mean, we are missing potentially our three best players when Sacco, Dicko, and Goldborn are all out yeah. the side. Mm. That's going to affect most teams. 
it's just unfortunate. But we knew that there wasn't a great deal of backup anyway. Mm. Mm. It's not like it's a surprise that when Dicko's injured, we're struggling. We knew this before the start of the season. And it seems the goal ball mystery's been solved now, where yeah. apparently it was an injury all along. He's now been told to rest up. Why has it took four weeks for someone to come out and say yeah. something? Surely a month ago, You'd know about Jacket could have said, oh, well, he's re- we're resting him for a few weeks because he's got this. Mm. And then that ad, that removes any mystery st- straight away. I don't understand why why keep it a secret because it's not even like he's been mentioning him in his um, pre-match interviews. Mm. He hasn't been saying no. Goldborn's injured. He's literally just gone from the picture mm. completely. And I just I don't understand why Jacket wouldn't because he knows that it's going to heat pressure on him mm. because he is a, as we proved he's a fan's favourite. Yeah, <laughs> and we are a. Yeah, um, so it just seems strange that it wouldn't have come out four weeks ago. Yeah, conspiracy theory. Yeah. It is. You never know. It'll be on one of those programmes now. You get an ITV <laughs> yeah. for it, 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> just disappeared. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Scott Goldball was a Wolves <laughs> um, so, uh, we I thought we were unlucky to score in the second half, though. Obviously, Edwards um, hit the crossbar. Um, Sacco had that chance, which Clark just missed. Yeah. Um, Sacco wasted a good chance just towards the end, where he could have just taken a touch, but he- so I just try and have it but the amount of times we've seen him do that do, and yeah. it flies in the top corner I think there was a couple of people around me that started really having a go at him and I was thinking he also can pop it in from 30 yards like he's mishit a shot at the end of the day mm. all you need to say is he's our top goal scorer yeah, yeah, it's... yeah. he's mishit a shot Mm. On the volley, when there's still like five people in front of him, it wasn't an open goal. No, I mean it was a good chance, and he should have yeah. done better. But yeah, it's, it's a mishit shot. Yeah, people going on like he was the antichrist. Yeah. <laughs> it's not Leon Park, you know. <laughs> Just like Vicky comes on the pitch. <laughs> <laughs> Go away, Satan. So like that. Um, was it a classic example of? Um, not getting the points that we need. There's been a few games this season where we've really dropped points. Reading away, Millwall. Away, obviously, was it a classic case of three points easy here, and we haven't had enough oomph to to get it. It's I was a lot more confident before. I couldn't get my words out. There. <laughs> yeah, it's like Hugh Grant. It's English. Um, <laughs> just, uh, <laughs> um, I was a lot more confident before they lost eight 0 because I knew there'd be a reaction. And there was yeah. a new manager. It was a derby. It wasn't a great result. It's not catastrophic to draw. Mm. It was disappointing yeah. just because. There was just a lack of intensity for an hour, over an hour probably. It was a far better result for Birmingham. Oh, yeah. yeah was, I mean, was... I think it was definitely two points dropped for us because you say, we, we could have gone top with that result and they were in the bottom three. Oh, we you did. Know, we should... Very temporarily. Yeah, we did go top. We <laughs> could have been more clear. Like, like 50 minutes we <laughs> yeah. went top. But it was disappointing because, as you say, they were in the bottom three and... Actually, if Kenny Jacket does want this team to get promoted, and that is the aim, you need to be winning games like that. Mm. Yeah, however defensively a team sets out. I think people forget as well that okay, they lost eight 0 but that wasn't going to happen again. There's always really. going to yeah, you say there's always going to be a reaction. And Birmingham do actually play well away from home. Yeah. It's just at home yeah. they just obviously the other night they won for the first time in decades. Yeah, but they do they do perform better away than they do at home. Oh well, then you know a draw's a draw. Uh, a couple of bad decisions uh, for Wolves on Tuesday night as they lost away to Mick McCarthy's Ipswich 2-1. I wonder how long we'll keep saying that, Mick McCarthy's Ipswich and stuff like that, just forever. Yeah. Um, mistakes from Kevin McDonald once again, and surprisingly Lee Evans uh, gave away goals for Ipswich win, despite uh, a lovely uh, fluky goal by James Henry. Um, Kevin McDonald, let's talk about that, that goal that he gave away. Was he trying to do what Wolves' his tactics now are of play it out, where a lot of people said he should have just volleyed it, or should he have just volleyed it? It's, we've made a decision the way that we play football, and unfortunately, sometimes that is going to happen. Yeah. It's just it comes with the comes with the territory of the way we play football. I mean, if you could compare it to a McDonald's role, it's essentially what Gerrard's was for Liverpool last year. Yeah. In terms of his his deep line midfielder, and he he carries the ball, and occasionally, if it does go wrong, he still had to curl one in from 20 yards into the top corner. It's still a really yeah. good goal. But I think it, it can happen. It comes with the territory of the yeah, way we I play mean, football. I think we almost have picked up on it sort of 
so often with McDonald or Kate in the last few weeks just because we're so unused to seeing him make these mistakes. Yeah. Um, but it's going to happen at this level for mm. him. You know, he could get, as you said about James Henry, McDonald could get away with it in League One because he was by far the best player in the league. Um, but he should have done... I don't think he should have just volleyed it clear because we do have a game plan to try and pass it mm. out. But at the same time, he shouldn't have taken sort of an extra touch and tried to dribble it round Son in your own box. Um, I think that was sort of a bit schoolboy for me. Yeah, it is a fear now because and a lot of people commented that he had a poor game as well. Obviously, got Derby, which we'll talk about in a bit. But are we coming to a point now where we do think he's got to be dropped maybe for a game, or is he too important? Is he too much of a, a not maybe just but, you know, him off or something after an hour or something just to. Relieve a bit of pressure on him, I think. Or is um, it? Well, yeah, because instead it's less of dropping him as such because he is so key to pivotal. Us. Yeah, yeah. It would would have to change completely the way we play mm. football if McDonald wasn't there. Yeah. And is there a natural replacement for him in that position? Probably <sighs> not. Sandler is the only. Or yeah. Rowood. It, it doesn't. Would it work? Mm. David Davis bringing back from Burton. You know, it doesn't. Yeah, I don't. There's not a natural placement because there's no one else as technically good as him mm, on his no. day. When he's not good, he, it does, it can make us. Well, basically, when he plays badly, the team play badly. Mm. Yeah, just because everything does go yeah. through him, you know. Um. It would be a big decision to drop him, mm. especially for Saturday. It would be huge. I'd be shocked if he wasn't starting mm. on Saturday. It's almost like the international break has come at the right time. In yeah. some ways, to kind of reassess and see is is there anything about his game that Jackie needs to look at? I think there could be a change in midfield Saturday, but I don't think it'll be McDonald. Mm. We'll talk about that in a bit. Uh, Lee Evans, um, let's talk about his. Uh, actually, no, let's talk about James Henry first. His goal, his, it was a fluky goal. Yeah. But it was a nice, like his hair, it was great. Yeah. <laughs> Everything he does, you yeah. Know. <laughs> but um, he, he's on, he's really got, I'm sure it was the start of the season, people were questioning James Henry. Mm. And now he's got himself in the team. And he's playing quite well, and he's getting, he's getting the goals for it as well. He's technically very good, and his delivery is very good. That goal has come from one where it's cliched and the corridor of uncertainty or yeah. whatever. And mm. The keeper can't react because if he reacts too early and someone hits it, he's going to look like a fool. The delivery's and then you end all, up yeah, like so very good in that respect yeah. because he's hit it in a perfect place to someone get on the end of it if someone if someone gets a tiny touch on that you say what a really good ball that is yeah. but because no one touched it that's a yeah. freaky goal isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> that's why Dave Edwards has been so dangerous for this season yeah. he yeah. gets into those positions yeah. I love that the corridor of uncertainty yeah. I love that phrase that might be the podcast title this week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love it um, let's talk about Evans's uh, goal he, he, goal well, <laughs> technically he <laughs> used his own goal he can have it, it if he yeah. but he's someone who throughout this season has hit these fantastically long balls and it sound, looks like he was trying to be too clever and oddly was trying to do the same thing but going behind what was what can we see from the logic in that pass I think he was just trying to stretch for play I'm guessing he saw um, he thought Doherty was open and it was just a poor um, pass out wasn't it especially when it was an unnecessary ball. And it was also incredible, you know, what you never do a pass like that going backwards when you've got about three Ipswich players. Well the goal around. that the goal that's come from it, there's there's no cover on where he's passing to anywhere. Yeah, Doherty's sort of bombed on almost yeah. good apprehensively yeah. gone forward. Um So even if he'd have received the ball he was sort of exposed anyway. Yeah. Mm. I, I think that one was a worse mistake than McDonald's. Yeah, because because of the quality of finish, uh, the second one's a really good finish, but it's an easier. Mm. It was an easier goal mm. to score. It's set, you know, it set him up for a one on yeah. one effectively, and it's and fair play to Ipswich because both goals were great finishes. Really well taken. More the second one, I think, was a more technical good finish than the first. Cause I think the curl from the first yeah. one, you you, you, you hit and yeah, hope yeah. it, isn't it really? Um, the big thing that came out of the night, though, the big disappointment is Dave Edwards uh, uh, picking up a knee ligament injury. Nothing's been said yet about. How long he's out for? But presumably he's going to be out for a while. Well, even if it's medial ligaments, it's a couple of yeah. months, isn't it? Mm. It's like two or three months. So it's a real shame. Yeah, yeah. Real, real shame. But most experienced player probably in the team. You see how much he's matured and progressed so well under Kenny Jackett. He's probably playing some of the best football he's he's played at Wolves potentially his career. And you look at that number ten role he's playing. Is there anyone really that can come in now and? 
make it their own because it gets a bit scary to think if anyone's going to be able to match what he's done. I'd like to see Savile given a mm. run in some capacity in the midfield yeah. because it something needs freshening up. And Savile was good last year and mm. I'm surprised that we've seen so little of him. And I would like to see him have a go beyond the striker and just, mm. just see what he can offer because mm. I don't see Jacobs being a replacement at this point. I just, I just don't think he's good enough, unfortunately. Um, course, yeah, so. I mean, I don't, I haven't actually seen Savile enough, but I'm not. Is he sort of a person to play behind the striker? Well, he did um, it. He said he's done it a, a bit at Brentford. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I I think long term, I reckon Evans could play that role. I mean, it's a say we say his number ten role. I mean, Edwards plays it very differently to. I know someone like Evans would because of his movement, but Evans would sort of probably try and slot people in a lot more. Um, I was going to say, could we not play two traditional strikers? And then I remembered, we, we I forgot two strikers. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have to? Yeah. We can't yeah, play four, 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 two, four can we really? No. Sagba wasn't on the bench. Good. I, I, from what I gathered. But look, again, who scouted Sagbo and thought that he, he's... I know I'm probably jumping like, this is going to yeah. be... An over-exaggeration. He's the worst player I've ever seen. It's <laughs> <laughs> the worst player I've ever seen. I'm not sure if he's the worst player. I know Sagbo is listening and he's just gone, oh, okay. He can't kick <laughs> a ball. Unsubscribe. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he, he's not He's not much fit, is he, really? He, he just... You don't... It's frustrating, isn't See, it, really? because I'm sure Hull fans hold him in fairly high mm. regard and sort of seem quite disappointed... And I've not seen anything that looks like a Premier League. Even if he was half fit, it's not even like he's looking off the pace, but when he gets the ball, he looks dangerous, like he's just not moving and he's just not mobile. It's when he gets the ball, that's the issue. Mm. I'm happy when he's 50 yards away because he's out of danger. Mm. It's when he gets it and like kicks it off his shins in between his knees. (laughs) It's just just dreadful. Yeah. Um, Just back onto Lee Evans, um, Regan mentioned a couple of weeks ago that um, Lee Evans either has an 8 out of 10 or a 4 out of 10 game um, and he again didn't play well um, against Ipswich apart from the mistake of course uh, Ryan Lester on Twitter said that he hits beautiful crossfield balls but his short game is poor and if isn't allowed to spray the ball becomes a passenger Are we, I know we, we've talked about how he's such a great midfielder and I think was Adam who said a couple of weeks ago that he could be potentially the best midfielder he's ever seen in his lifetime are we hyping him up too much at 20, 2021? <laughs> I massively think so. I think he's. I still think he's okay. Mm. He's been good this season. I don't think he's fantastic. I think he can look quite good. I don't see him as the best midfielder that we're ever going to have in the history of the club since it started. I think he's okay. Yeah. I'd like to be honest. I'd like to see Price mm. given a run I don't understand why he's just been shunted out I think Evans has come on leaves and bounds though I think he has he's, he's improved he's, impressed, he's been one of the most impressive players I've seen this season yeah. for Wolves but I think there's a point where you, if you try, start making him out to be this but great I mean, like, messiah of a midfielder then oh. you, you any any below par performance is worse than well look what's happened to McDonald as you say yeah. sort of exactly the sort of same thing I mean did they say something about if he's been closed down that Oh, yeah, I mean, how many players can do um, play well if they're being constantly closed down? Mm. It, it's but that's when you have to be, and we've got to work out a different way of approaching how we play. It's almost like teams are now fi- have basically figured out McDonald yeah. in a sense. You put a couple of men on him. I, I know League One last season, I d- you did put a few people on him, but his quality so shone through that you could get yeah. around the whereas the Championship is a different ball game. I don't think it's been that bad. I think he's had a couple of below par performances. I think he's had a couple of below par performances for him. Yeah, I don't I, I don't, don't see it that he's been noticeably the poorest player on the no. pitch. I, I think when Evans has a bad game, he's bad. Mm. I think when McDonald has a bad game, he looks bad compared to what mm. he usually is. I still don't think he's terrible when he's no, having an off day. I think, you've got to remember, Evans is still quite young and actually... It's gonna take. He's gonna have bad games. Mm. Of course he is. Um, all he's sort of hopeful is so he keeps on improving. He keeps pushing on, and he learns from his mistakes. So hopefully, you know, against Derby, he's not gonna try and, you know, fling it out to a right back where there isn't a right back. <laughs> it's the frustrating thing this season that obviously we talked about Dicko and Wolves don't seem to function at the minute. That if we had an out and out striker, 
who knew where the back of their net was, we could be finishing teams off quite easily. If only we knew this in the summer. Yeah. 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 <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. We knew we knew what we was going into. Mm. It's like Man United moaning that they haven't got any defenders. Yeah. They knew they didn't have any defenders. We knew we didn't have any strikers. We was always one injury away mm. from having to this. Basically, yeah. Yeah. What yeah. we've got now. Because he didn't trust Leon Clark before the injury. Mm. He didn't trust McAlinden. He bought in a player that he didn't particularly... He was openly admitted he thought was going to be fitter. Mm. So he... Whether he knew and couldn't get the players, whether the... Whatever happened, we went into the season with one striker, essentially. But it's odd because the recruiting process has been fantastic since that yeah. season. And this is the one avenue that we've been trying to solve since May. And still hasn't been sold. It's It's bizarre. I still, there's a lot of players that were around that went for too much money. Than there was yeah. a lot of money floating around for well, Andy Delort, for one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd have loved to see us get Callum Wilson, mm. but he went for a lot of money. Mm. He's a good player, but it's whether we're trying to to move on from what we was, which mm. was spending big money and fifty-year contracts. But yeah. well, you say about how we knew we knew what we were going to do to start the season. Obviously, we did, but I don't think we knew that we could be winning games so comfortably if we had the firepower there. Yeah. It just seems... There's been no one this season I've seen that has really bossed us, that we've, we've been like, oh, yeah, we've been really outclassed here. I think I'm, last like, night was probably, from what, yeah. I, from what I've heard yeah. and what I've seen, that that was the, the most we've been beaten by yeah. the side. Yeah. But if he didn't think that we was... Using your rationale, if he didn't think that we was going to win games comfortably... Hmm. That's even more reason That's to sign another striker. Yeah. To me, it's whatever's happened, it's criminal from to go into the season mm. with one striker that you can rely on. Mm. I think it's it's so amateur. We started the season mm. with two senior strikers and McAlinden, but he's clearly not. He's got, very good. He's got his old plates on him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lovely. That's a lovely phrase. Yeah. But he's not experienced enough no, he at isn't. all. He's got no, no that's not me being critical of McLinden, but he needs to learn his trade mm. before he can play at this level. And clearly Clark isn't up to this level. So as you say, we're going in with one striker. And I'm not sure he thought he could have used Doyle, because, I mean, Doyle's only out on loan, isn't he? Now, he's not playing at Palace, is he? Yeah. There's too many politics there. Yeah. For Doyle. <laughs> politics. It's gonna, just becoming more infuriating. Every game we don't because of how well we are, yeah. we could potentially mm. do. It's even more infuriating mm. that we were so, so slow in the summer. Yeah. I was mm. going to say, speaking of politics and strikers, when Siggy due back? Because well, I'm sure it's this month. Get him in the because. Well, are you telling me that he wouldn't do a better job than well, this well, is Clark Sagbo or? I would have him in. I'd have one hundred percent. Yeah. Well, this is the thing though. He, I, I know the the Scandinavian season's odd, so I presume he's just finished the season yeah. now whether he needs a rest like a lot of players would do when he has played the full season he's been injured for a part of that he had season about a three month injury, but he can score at this level because he has actually scored at yeah. this level and he's someone who I just think you're looking at someone who we know he can score so if he's if he's winning to it's a and mass- Wolves are willing to why not why not put him in to me Sigurdarsson's a massive what if at mm. the moment he still is for me. He's never, we've spoke about it a million mm. times, he's never consistently had a run at centre forward. Mm. If Dicko has picked up an injury where it's going to be for a while, I don't see the harm in playing Sigurdarsson because mm. he does a very similar think, job to, yeah, to I Dicko. Yeah, I think he fit the system quite well. He's very mobile, he's very quick, he works hard. And look, when we signed Dicko, he wasn't a fantastic striker, a finisher of the mm. ball. He's getting better. Mm. I, to me, Sigurdarsson fits perfectly. If he wants to be at the club, they should be seriously mm. contemplating bringing him in. I mean, the reality, I think, is that he nothing will happen. He'll go yeah. in January, whether it's sold or he's alone. Yeah. But for a month and a half, if we're desperate for someone who knows how to score, we've got the African Cup of Nations coming up, which yeah. is probably likely Sacco and Dicko <sighs> will go, which then brings out all space to need to sign six strikers in January. Um, why... why? Another reality is it won't, but why not give him a chance? Realistically, Wolves are going to have to sign four strikers in January. Yeah. I know yeah. six was an exaggeration. I just want to put that out there. Yeah. <laughs> but we, no, but we, we are going to have to sign yeah. four strikers. Yeah. If Dicko goes, I think you need 
Maybe not four, because we tend to play one with someone but you in need behind. Three, we need three. Mm. Yeah. And January is notoriously difficult picking up mm. players as it is. And we're going to have to pick up three players that are going to add to the team. Mm. We can't sign another Sagbo or another... We've got to add quality, and it's going to be really difficult. Mm. Mm. It's a shame, because we used the loan window really effectively last season with Jacobs and Henry, didn't yeah. we? And just, it has not worked out this well, season. It, Jacket had a mention in the Express and Star about the could be movement in mm. the loan window as well. Mm. I'm sure they're they're, they're they're desperately scanning for people now. They've got to be. Yeah. yeah. But in you know, was it the end of January last year where there was a very unusual activity on the last day for strikers? We got rid of three. Was it we got rid of Doyle, Griffiths and Siggy? Yeah. yeah. Brought in Clark and, and Dicko. Yeah. But in for the last day of the season that was a massive shake. We we basically got rid of our Entire strike force and replaced it with a brand new with Dicker, yeah, mm. and Clark. We're, essentially, we replaced <laughs> it with Dicker, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But we we we, we yeah. literally completely changed the, yeah. the face of our strike force in yeah. a week, yeah. But that's the problem with January is that you, you, it depends on what type of person you're going to get. I think Wolves were quite good last year. But are you is, get... Has anyone got any ideas of who they would like to come in, whether that be on loan or in January? Because I I'm really struggling mm. to think of someone that would improve us. Yeah. There's only one person I can come to mind. I don't think he would ever come just because he's too much needed at the moment. And that's that James Wilson at Man United. Yeah, yeah I was going to say him. He seems like he, he knows his stuff. He but, knows where the net is. But I think is he, he's been part of Man United's plans as a backup. Yeah, I was going to say, he's. I, I really rate him. But he almost seems like he's just on the verge of um, breaking into the team. Mm. I think he's he's still also a very young player. Mm. And it, I don't think it's necessary that we're going to bring him in and he'd be able to play up front by himself yeah. in the championship. He's still very young. It's not the sort of player that I'd like to see us bring in. We need to sign someone that's going to come in, hit the ground running mm. and be guaranteed. Because we have got a young striker with a lot of potential in mm. McAlendon anyway. Mm. That's true. But then, like you say, Who at the, the moment, there's no one that you can easily think of to bring in. I'd really... Sh- I'm, Really struggling yeah. to think of anyone. That's why the Wolves employ scouts yeah. to do that <laughs> job for us. Um, so all in all, Ipswich frustrating because two mistakes. We could have easily got a draw out of that game, which away from home you would have thought, yeah, You're good. Tight. Ipswich are up there. They're going to be up there by the end of the season. Would have thought. I think McCarthy does what he does with a lot of teams. He just progresses them over the years, like he did with us. But we're still sixth. We're three points off top. Yeah. It's not. I think with how close the championship is, it's not a major loss. It'd be really, really disappointing if we lose on Saturday to go into an international break with this week, because yeah. this week would a loss on Saturday would make this it comfortably our worst week of the season. Mm. Probably worst week in Jackie's eight, 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 Yeah, eighteen yeah. months. Yeah. yeah, and we we leave Ipswich on that sour note. Well, let's talk about the game on Saturday then. Lunchtime on telly again. Oh, no. This is a... like Man United. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, it's uh, Saturday lunchtime kick-off on Sky Sports if you can't make it. Uh, if you're not hardcore enough. I'm hardcore enough. I'm going. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm I was going. planning on going. I'm not going to Swansea instead. It's really awkward because two of my, uh, my two sisters, their boyfriends are both oddly Derby fans. Okay. And they wanted me to sit in the home end first. I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> When you're beating a three now, I don't want to be there crying into my pie. Um, so, um, Derby, they've had a bit of a, a bumpy period, but they won uh, on Tuesday night 3 2 against Huddersfield, who were on good form. Um, their record at the moment, last five, is win win, loss loss win. They're fourth in the league, they're only two points off top. Um, their top scorer is Martin with 12. They've also got, is it Will Hughes? They've got Will Hughes. Bleach, yeah, bleach yeah. blonde. Boy. They've got a couple of really good midfielders actually. Who else? Uh, who else is in their team that we should be? They've got going Bryson for? in midfield. Bryson. He's a good player. Uh, they they're a good side. I don't think I expected them to be a lot better than they are actually this year. Yeah, I, 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 I think I tipped them to the promotion. Yeah, but it's a long season, so. But I think they'll be up there anyway. Yeah, cool. yeah. and I think from a neutral football fan opinion, they should have got promoted. Oh, they yeah, should have won the playoff horrendous. final. Yeah. If you were basing it on the season. They should have easily won the playoff final. 
I was distraught <laughs> seeing Harry Redknapp that, celebrate. Yeah. I was honestly, I really disliked the bloke, and it was, it, I was gutted. It was a crime against football. Yeah. Yeah. Let's call it what it is. I just think more for Steve. I think obviously Steve McCann with England with what happened, but you look at his record at club level. He's good. Yeah. He's actually a good, good manager. Player, yeah. And I'll tell you also. Sorry, I'll tell you also is in the uh, Derby County squad, Lee Naylor. I imagine he'll start him, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> On free kicks and pens. How old is he? It's 34? I thought he'd be a lot older I than that. I thought he'd be at least 35? be 50. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll have Michael Jacobs obviously returning back to his, his old team. Um, no no, Dicko, presumably. No Edwards, obviously. What team do we play on We're missing Saturday? about five first team players then, aren't we? We have Goldborn, mm. Sacco, Edwards, no four. It's still cool. quite a chunk. Mm. What team do we play then? Obviously, Akeem in goal. Yeah. Defence. I'd want. I want Stephen yeah. back in the side. Yeah. Yeah. Because Definitely. the distribution is awful, mm. and it's. Bart's a very good defender. He's not a very. He's not an amazing footballer. Mm. Landau is a worse defender and a worse footballer. <laughs> yeah. Stearman's a good footballer, and. I think he's been made a little bit of a scapegoat, which yeah. he has at the club a couple of times. And I think we've said this on the podcast before. If we had enough good backup, Landell would have been out alone somewhere. Yeah, I think. Mm. I, yeah, I don't blame him. He's a young lad. Mm. And he's he's playing as well as he can. I just think we look really to amateurish at mm. the back in terms of the distribution, which is just making the rest of the team look poor. And it doesn't help. Um, the midfield, and if they can't keep possession yeah. of the ball, um, so I'd, I'd definitely bring back Stearman. Obviously, McDonald and Evans in the middle for for because I think, like we've said, it's it's a bit hard to drop either. Well, you wouldn't want to drop Evans on the back no. of one bad performance. It, 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 it be, it would, yeah, it would sort of knock his confidence quite a lot. And then you look at the three. The, well, it's really the, the the final four is the key. Um, well, you'd hope Sacco's going to mm. be fit enough to yeah. start, which imagine he would. He was last mm. night. Yeah, he started last night. Um, I. Sacco, Henry. Yeah, it's just the other two. Where do you go? <laughs> There's many, many combinations. Jacobs could go in the number ten role. We I'd really like. There. I would really like to see Savile start. Mm. Yeah. Whether there's rotation between him and Evans and him and McDonald, I'd really like to see Savile in the midfield. Mm. I think he's got a good, a good amount of quality. And he get he he probably just shores up that little bit more because I know he's he say I know he can play sort of attacking mid, but he he can. He does play quite defensively as well. I've seen from what I've seen anyway, and it might just help us shore things up. Mm. And then it's it's gonna have to be Clark up front. Mm. Just tell him to do what he does against Leeds for half an hour. He was fantastic. If he can channel that into a, an hour. But when we were playing Leeds, was he playing behind Dicko? Yeah. But I, I, I've seen when he's coming as a sub, he's, he he plays so much better there. So, uh, who are you going to play up front? Though? But then it's going to be Clark and McLinden didn't work. Or technically, apparently, Val Napara can play as a striker. Although play I, him, I, I, play I him doubt up front it. then. But yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd prefer to play Clark in the number 10, yeah. as it were. But unfortunately, like you I'd said, you're going to have to play him up front. Well, I'd, I'd give, I forgot about Van der Parra, actually. I might. I, might I don't think he's BLP. a very good striker. He's not. He can't he, be that good because. He, he doesn't really. Shoot very well. Jacket, <laughs> Jacket seems to be using every single other player in yeah. the squad mm. before he's putting Van Le Parra up front. Didn't you like major rate him at the start of the season? Van Le Parra? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, said he was the, was I said he was the best, best Dutchman to ever play the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I stand by it. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> but like he's, I know we've mentioned this on the podcast last week, and Jacket said that he's still trying to get used to the English game, which surprises me for the fact that at the start of the season, I thought he was. In the best instance, yeah. Dutch clubs, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but it's going to be interesting, isn't it, on Saturday? Because obviously Derby, a good team, but it's just going to be the team, isn't it? Really, who turns up on Saturday? Mm. Um, predictions for the weekend. Actually, no. Before predictions, because neither of you have been on the podcast since this uh, thing. It's my weekly thing to do every week. Ben, do you think when um, Leon Clark runs? He looks like a little T-Rex. <laughs> yes. I've heard this. I've never seen him run, so I'll be able to <laughs> yeah. comment. Yeah. Next time you see him run, a gloved T-Rex. <laughs> I can't, I'm, I'm going to have to do some it's kind not of... An audio. It's not an audio. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's an audio. Yeah. Well, one day we'll do a video, but he's, when he's running, his hands are like this. Yeah. You'll see you see against Derby. I will you watch. I will watch. watch it. Richard. I can't get what you're on about. 
Hence all the Jurassic Clark references. Um, Great. That's yeah. really strong. Clever girl. Strong, that is. <laughs> yeah. Very strong. I'm not going to lie, I'm pretty sure I saw someone use it on the Monday printing the Express and Star yeah. before you. I don't, well, I, I don't care. I, mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I tip my hat, hat <laughs> yeah. to the person yeah. who made it up. Jurassic Clark. <laughs> it's genius. Anyway, back to predictions. Derby, Ben, what are you going to go for? Can <laughs> you do Richard? Yes. Yeah. Richard, what are you going to go for? Oh, great. Cheers. Um, two all. Two all. Yeah. Golf scorers? Two on goals. I don't know. Um, nah. Kuzak off the bench. Yeah. Um, Henry and Sacco. Henry Sacco. Ben, thinking time now. 3 0 to Derby. <laughs> I, I can't see us getting anything. I'd be. I'd be delighted with a point. I can't, mm. Without Dicko, I can't see us getting anything. I think it'll be tough. I think it's going to be a 1-1 draw. I'll be very, very happy with a point. I'd, yeah, I'd Obviously, it's static for three points, yeah. but I think a point is more realistic yeah. than a win. I might as well keep up my sadomasochist <laughs> predictions anyway. <laughs> yeah. I'd love it if we lose 3-0. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that is all we've got time for on the podcast this week. Just a reminder again, and it'll be the last time we're ever going to mention it on the podcast. Until next year. And, but yeah, potentially until next <laughs> yeah. year. Um, please do drop us a vote at this year's Football Blogging Awards. Um, there's more details on our website, wallsfancast.com. Uh, but go on to footballbloggingawards.co.uk, click on Vote Now. Vote for Wolves Fancast under the podcast category. Richard Hobson to the new category. But we do very much appreciate everybody that's voted for us so far. It's nice to know that there are people out there who listen and, and appreciate our work. It's really good. So otherwise, we're just three people talking into a microphone. Yeah. Yeah. This isn't connected. By the way. <laughs> yeah. I just rally random people yeah. in and talk about it every week. It, just, it helps come therapy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but thank you very much, and please, if you haven't voted already, please do drop us a vote, um, and hopefully we can bring back another piece of silverware that's walls related. Mm. Yeah. You never know. You never know. Um, follow us all week on Twitter at WWFC Fancast, Facebook Walls Football Fancast Show, and like. And check out our latest blogs and match reports on wallsfancast.com. We'll be back next week to talk about that game against Derby. Hopefully not 3-0 defeat that Ben's making it out to be. Uh, for next week, it's bye from Richard. Please vote for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bye. Bye from Ben. Please vote for him. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. And it's bye from me. See you next week.